Part of being human and being the boss is going to mean learning how to let go of control. Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And recently, I put out a call to podcast listeners to ask me a few questions about life. We get so focused on business sometimes that we risk sort of not giving enough attention to our personal lives. And I invited people to share what they're dealing with in their personal lives, because oftentimes the lessons we learn in business can be applied to our personal lives and vice versa. Sometimes areas where we're incredibly confident can be sort of, we can use that skill set and transfer transfer it to a situation where we feel less confident. That's my hope and my wish as we have these being human conversations on the show, that you will learn about ways of approaching your personal life that may in fact build and enhance your business and when necessary, the other way around. Thanks so much for joining me today. Let's dive into today's question. Heather, your show was suggested to me by a friend. She told me that you teach people how to set boundaries and have the difficult conversations. And I've listened to some episodes of your show about this, but I think there's still something I'm not getting and thought that maybe you could help me. I have to have a really hard conversation with my mom about how she looks after my boys. I have two sons. One is almost going to be two and his brother just turned five. When she watches the kids, I've asked that she keep similar rules and structures in place for the boys. I don't want them watching screens for hours, and I'd like their bedtime to remain consistent. Otherwise, they are disasters when they come back to me. After the last weekend they had with my mom, they were bouncing off the walls, testing my limits and my patience, and were, fall- and were falling apart at the seams. I didn't mention it at the time because I didn't want to hurt my mom's feelings, but now she's asking about when she can have them again for a longer amount of time now that it's summer and I find myself hedging. I don't want to clean up her mess after their time with grandma is over. How do I have this conversation with her? How do I ask her to respect the way I'm raising my boys and to be consistent with me and my practices? I don't want to insult her. She raised me after all. She knows what she's doing. I turned out more than okay in the end. I just need this whole process to be easier and I'm wondering what you think. Okay. <laughs> well, this is a hot button topic and I have a lot of thoughts and um, opinions about it. So I'm actually going to try to make myself as succinct as possible because I know what you're asking me is to how, how to have the hard conversation, how to say, hey, mom, listen, when you've got the kids, you can't let them bounce off the walls. You can't give them sugar until they're like nauseous and in the bathroom and running for the bucket. And you got to let them get some rest and make sure sure they eat a vegetable or two, et cetera, et cetera. I know that's the conversation you want to have with your mom. And I think there's going to be a version of that conversation you have to have with your mom. But I got to tell you that my career started out with kids. I am uh, trained in (laughs) in childhood development and working with kids and managing all kinds of 
behavioral problems. I used to <laughs> I used to have this super nanny job. I never had the TV show, but where I would have to go into parents' homes and coach them on how to work with their kids. And I am right there in the choir with you, sister, preaching consistency and preaching structure and stability because when kids know what to expect, they do settle down. They are easier to manage and everything just moves smoother. I get it. I'm in that choir. But I'm in another choir too. I'm the choir of a kid who spent every summer with her grandmother and my parents would lose their minds if they knew we had been watching Johnny Carson um, until the middle of the night. And I was eating fried dough for breakfast because I had an Italian aunt who made the best zapolas and we would have Fazelle cookies. And um, it was time with grandma and like I'm a high functioning adult and I know that I came back not wanting to go to bed, not wanting to follow the rules after time with grandma. I kind of think that's a part of childhood development and I would urge you to use caution and being too much of a helicopter here. I know exactly what you're talking about, that as soon as you let go of the reins with kids, as soon as the structure starts to evaporate, you really do watch them kind of melt down in this like unbelievable way that feels out of your control. I just want you to think a little bit about what your boys might lose if they never got a break from that structure, if they never just get to do what they want when they want. Um, and do you ever get a break yourself if you're constantly worrying about what your mom's doing or not doing when your boys aren't with them? Because part of this is giving you oxygen. This is supposed to be your time to fill your tank. But if you're sort of home or doing your own thing and the boys are with grandma and you're still worrying about them and you're still thinking about them, you're not taking care of yourself. You are not getting the mom break that's so needed and so deserved. So I, I just want you to think a little bit about that for a second. Like what happens if you decide you're willing to let go of control? that you don't need to know all the details because I don't believe your kids were permanently unable to follow structure and schedules upon return to you. They probably had a rough couple of days. They probably tested the limits because they wanted to see if they still stick. That's what kids do. That's their job. So to learn and navigate that the rules are different in school than they are at home, that the rules are different with babysitters and daycare centers than, the, than they are with mom and dad, that is what's really important. That is a life skill that kids need to learn and navigate. And if we keep protecting them with consistency and making it so every adult changes their schedule, their way of moving through the world so that the kids schedule can stay consistent, we are creating a shit show. <laughs> I promise you. I know it's annoying. I know it's inconvenient, but that point of view is so much more about you than your boys. So I want you to think a little bit about how do you find the middle ground 
because I do think sometimes when caregivers like go just stupid overboard by giving the kids too much, indulging them too much, allowing too much screen time, I do think sometimes that can help, that can make kids feel unsettled and out of sorts. But what's the balance? What's the, this actually needs to happen, mom? Because if we don't do this for the kids, they're actually going to suffer and struggle a little bit. And my guess is, is that all the rules you have, there's probably one or two rules that you know that for their own emotional well-being, their own sense of security, they really do need to be consistent. So when you have that conversation with your mom, you focus on those two things. You say that, that it's not a list of the seven rules of the house that you need her to follow in order to have a weekend with the boys. It's about letting go. And your struggle here is a personal one, but I'm going to take a second and I'm going to talk to the bosses who are listening, who don't have this problem in their personal lives, but probably become micromanagers when they're managing their team. Because they're so worried that everything get done exactly the way they do it. And that an interruption in that kind of service delivery is going to somehow affect the business and the bottom line. If you are doing that in your business, if you are micromanaging, if you are holding on too tightly to the details of the small picture, you are risking losing the big picture here. And the big picture is, is that you need people to be working on the details that you don't have to be bothered with so you can tune into your own skill set, so you can tune into the thing where you are making your company and your business greater, bigger, and bolder. You can't see the big picture and the growth continuum for your business if you were too busy focusing on the wording of an email by the customer service staff. So I want you all of you, whether or not you're thinking about this in your personal life or in your professional life, how do you learn to let go of control, to loosen the reins? And part of it, no matter what we're doing here, talking about life or talking about business or talking about both, it's about deciding and knowing what the non-negotiables are. What are the things that if this takes a right turn, if this goes left, the whole thing falls apart and you really do need to keep your finger in that pie. And what is just a preference on your part because it's easier for you. It's the way you would do it. It's what's common sense for you, but you can afford to let go. The first thing that's going to happen is you're going to get anxious. The most controlling people you know, or (laughs) the most controlling you are, you are anxious or they are anxious. The root of anxiety is a need for control. So if you can loosen the reins, you are going to experience some anxiety, some, well, what's going to happen if this doesn't happen right? What's going to happen if that doesn't go right? And you are going to have to tune into your ability that you're capable, that this is possible, and that you can do it. That being said, regardless if we're talking about personal or professional, 
you get to set expectations. You get to tell people what you expect of them. So you can talk to your boys about this. And I get that you have one who's only just turned two and one who's only, you know, five. So they're still quite little. But you can talk to them about the different rules that are at grandma's house that are at the home and that you expect them to recognize and remember that they're not at grandma's anymore, which means that they're back to not watching as much TV as they're used to. They have to go to bed at a regular time. They have to make sure they eat something green. Whatever your rules are for your house, you get to say and communicate to them and let them know that if they struggle, if they don't follow the rules, there's going to be a consequence. But you can set them up for success by talking about and preparing for that transition. And the same thing with business. If you are worried about the way things are handled or managed, you can be clear with your team around your expectations, let them know how they can expect to be monitored, and then let them know what they can expect in response to follow-up if they don't meet your expectations. Letting go of control is not just tossing it all to the wind, seeing what happens, (laughs) and just, you know, praying that it all goes right. Letting go of control means being clear with people about what you expect and the system in place for managing those expectations. We try too hard to control people. And what that ends up doing is it makes us dependent on those particular people. If we can devise systems that support the needs and expectations we have, we are far better set up for success. That way, you're not trying to control grandma, but this same conversation works for, you know, Aunt Terry, (laughs) works for Uncle Joe, (laughs) works for the next door neighbor. You can have the conversation of, hey, listen, like, I'm so psyched that you're building a relationship with my kids. I love that you're doing this. I got to let you know that they kind of lose their minds and they get really rattled and anxious if the strike if the schedule is too much off structure. I know you guys are going to have fun and you don't want to be tied to the clock. I totally get it, but I got to let you know that nine o'clock is the latest we can go for bedtime and you really should try to keep them in bed for, you know, six hours, seven hours, eight hours, whatever it is. You can communicate the basics. And the same thing, if we're talking about boss mentality, we transfer the skill set and we have the conversation the same way. Hey, you have a lot of initiative. I know you like to be independent. I know know you have your own style and you tend to get creative in your messaging. I just need you to be really clear with people that this is a business and that when you get too friendly and you get too um, uh, relaxed in your word choice, that sometimes people don't take us seriously as a business. So as much as I appreciate how friendly you are with your customer service, please do remember to keep it professional. It's the it's the same thing. You're taking the same skill set and you're transferring it wherever you need in your life or in your business. That so much about having the hard conversations isn't going to be about telling people you did this and it made me feel this way. It's about saying, this is what I need. Are you willing? And if you're not, 
this is what's going to happen. It is. So, it feels a little easier to puff up if you can tell your mom, "Hey, listen, the kids like our highest kites when they come back to me after you know time with you. I don't know that you can keep watching them." Rather than saying like, "Hey, are you, the kids get a little rattled when um, things are so inconsistent?" I think you're going to have a way better time with them if you just make sure you adhere to bedtime. Same thing in business. That like that that um, you didn't do this. Why did you do? that it feels so much more authoritative and in control if you can just bark in order or bark feedback or give feedback to you know to an employee but if instead you say hey listen I need to include you on this this is why this is important it comes with some vulnerability attached but in the long game for that big picture then no matter who's in charge of that task no matter who's you know watching your kids you're in control you are driving the car and you're out of that reactive seat, which is what this listener letter um, sort of led the conversation with, reacting to the lack of structure and stuff that her mom was uh, bringing on upon her kids. I hope this conversation helps you sort of take a second look at things and look at you know, the picture from the, you know, like a, a little bit of a wider lens, you know, zoom out the lens a little bit, look at like what really genuinely does fall apart when things aren't working and you need to micromanage. And when is the challenge to let go? And I promise you letting go isn't easy, but it is possible. And the better you get at communicating around it, the more you set not just yourself up for success, but everyone around you. Thanks so much for this listener question. It was a really good one. I think we can see clearly how it applies to life or business. I love that you took a chance on me and asked. I hope you're okay with my response. And I look forward to talking to you all next time. Thanks so much for today. Bye for now.